0: Ground control to Major Tom. If you see Scotty, we're going to turn over. Scotty B! Exploding to the rim! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards NBA Playoff First Round Edition. I am Gary, your host, here for you, the basketball card collector and investor. Guys, this is a great time of year to be thinking who will shine on the on the league's brightest stage? What players will step up? Like Jalen Brunson, Brandon Ingram, and Jimmy Butler have so far. Joel Embiid making the game winner to knock off Toronto last night. It's so fun to watch these epic performances. And at the same time, there are guys that aren't even playing. Devin Booker has just announced out for a couple weeks. How is Phoenix going to recover from that? Luka Doncic still out probably for tonight. You know, some guys, this is a buying opportunity where you could resell the cards in a month, you know, in the the conference finals for a good profit. Or, as one game propels their card values way up for a day or two, Tyrese Maxey, you know what I'm talking about, Jordan Poole. So today's episode, we're talking about it. NBA playoffs, flips, taking profits, all that stuff. Let's get after it. Booyah! Booyah, booyah, booyah! Three booyahs. How's it going, everybody? I am uh, excited to be with you here for a while today and talk about the NBA playoffs. It has been an absolute blast it's just one weekend seems like the play-in is so so long ago and uh thanks to those of you who reached out and said hey gary sorry about your calves uh and whether you were like joking or you really meant it i appreciate it either way and uh, i will appreciate even more the bargains on evan mobley happening a little sooner and darius garland even better bargains so but yeah calves had potential just didn't get it done and uh Trey Young went off, what are you going to do, you know, so I I find myself right now then as a fan of every single team in the league Watching 16 teams battle it out for these extended series is going to be so much fun It seems like every game, every day is uh, full of exciting games And maybe you saw, Saturday was like four games in a row Sunday was four games in a row And, and each night this week there's three or four games So I'm absolutely loving it and uh, traveling a bit this week, so some of it's been checking in on scores and then maybe watching a little bit of uh, games and seeing highlights. But uh, but wow, I got I to hand it to two players who just brought it last night in major ways. Actually, maybe it's over the last two nights. Jimmy Butler going for 45 points is uh, the kind of historic... I would say heroic performances that he is becoming known for in the playoffs and I'll just say it's too bad that he has to carry his team but he will do it and he's not complaining that there's not more scoring from guys like Lowry or Hero or anyone help Bam out Adebayo like somebody help out this guy. Uh, Jimmy Butler wants it bad and he is so so determined and just, you know, maybe this is his prime, I don't know, but it's just fun to watch him, and and Brandon Ingram, holy cow, did you see last night Brandon Ingram, every time I thought that uh, Golden State was going to come back, wait, was it Golden State, Phoenix, Phoenix, yeah, with or without Devin Booker, Uh, by the way, I don't want to hear it, if you're a Phoenix fan, or if you're like, like trying to say New Orleans got one over because Devin was out, well, Zion's been out all season, okay, so... So, and the the Pelicans, I gotta give them credit, you guys They didn't tank They didn't trade away what resources they had To try to gain cap space or draft picks Or try to appease Zion's agent or something Like, they added some strong players to their core And CJ McCollum Dude, absolutely fun clutch Scoring from him and Brandon Ingram And Jackson Hayes and Herb Jones, like they, the, every time it seemed like Phoenix was going to come back and, and reality check, we're the one seed, we got this, we don't need Devin Booker, nope, Golden State shut them up every time down the court, and that was, that was must-see TV as far as I, a basketball fan is concerned, and, or am concerned, and I don't know if you saw how his teammates were talking about Brandon Ingram last night after the game, but Larry Nance Jr., Jonas Valanciunas, uh, everybody was CJ. We were just praising Brandon Ingram, uh, absolute superstar that nobody really respects or knows how great he is. But he showed it last night, one assist away from a triple double. And uh, you know, in this in this podcast, we talk about basketball card investments, basketball card collecting those kind of things and man, the hype train for the last couple years, last three years and maybe you could get, you could say every year yeah, there are rookies that people get excited about hyped up about, they get picked in the top five, their cards are super expensive and then they gradually separate some guys rise and become the superstars that everybody hopes they'll be or their home team at least or the guys who bought their rookie cards want them to be And then other guys, you know, they go the pathway of Derrick Williams and Greg Oden. And you don't know who those guys are? Derrick Williams was the second pick after Kyrie Irving was taken. And Greg Oden was the first pick taken ahead of Kevin Durant. And Sam Bowie was the number two pick ahead of Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley. And all those other awesome stars in the 84 draft class. Yeah. We're starting to see from the last three draft classes even that, yeah, Zion has the big name, but I am uh, and and then if if the front page headline in your mind about New Orleans or about rookie classes this year reads, Zion out for a season, then you haven't even been watching this NBA season. Uh, John Morant has taken over as the top rookie in that class. Investment and card-wise, I totally believe it. He came back with an awesome game last night to just Kind of put Minnesota back in their place Although this series could go down to the wire It's going to be fun to watch But other rookies from that class Darius Garland is an all-star Zion has never been Jordan Poole Dude Oh my gosh If you want another guy Whose cards have just gone crazy this week Because he's played extremely well And uh, Jordan Poole Still very young Very affordable Cards flying off the shelves And uh Yeah I want to talk in this episode today with you about We can look at the playoffs, these, this first round, and say Man, you know, the, the way that the superstars have risen to the occasion is exciting And it's what we expected, and we love seeing it We love watching Jimmy Butler and Stephen Curry and Jason Tatum Love seeing these guys make huge, huge shots Jason Tatum's game-winner Layup with no time left, right? That's that's just incredible. That's Boston legend. There you go, Davey. I'm saying it. We love watching the superstars. Jalen Brown. Uh every every team is here in the playoffs because they've had someone put their team on his back during the season or during a clutch moment. Trey Young ouched me to knock the Cavaliers out we could go through every single team and say, look at Giannis, look at the Joker, look at Luca but then we've got guys you know that maybe you didn't expect or you thought would fade into the background as their teams now now, now that we've arrived they could say hey, hey Tyrese you take a back seat, Joel is gonna score the, the bulk of the, the points today, hey hey uh, Jalen Brunson you, you can just kind of come off the bench and, and we'll see what you can contribute while uh, Spencer Dinwiddie and, and Tim Hardaway Jr. and, and you know our veterans uh, the older players do their thing or hey now that we've got Clay Thompson back and Draymond is playing and they're all three on the court at the same time for the first time in blah 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 I'm so sick of hearing it so we don't need you Jordan Poole no actually it's all these young players that uh, to me are the because I'm looking for the deals I'm looking for the cheaper rookies the guys that you know most sports card podcasts and a lot of sports card dealers they don't know I mean they might know their name and they might know they're playing well they don't know how well and they don't know how long they've been doing it for and they're shocked you know who wasn't shocked that Tyrese Maxey had 38 points in his first playoff game this season you know who was not shocked anyone who listens to Hoops and Cards podcast we're not shocked right? You weren't shocked. He's taken over games. He's put up 30 plus in big games before he's had huge moments against superstar players like John Morant, like Steph Curry. You're not surprised. And, and you know, if you listen to this podcast, you're not surprised that Jordan Poole, even though I don't talk about him that much, maybe it's my, I don't live on the West coast or I don't still feel bad that the golden state warriors beat my Cavaliers. Like I, Yeah, but we talk about him He's a great player For a long, long, long time And also, the idea that Jalen Brunson would score 41 points In a Dallas playoff game That they didn't have Luka And he put that team on his shoulders And just just really dominated the game 15 of 25 from the field The fact that Jalen Brunson is that good No surprise to us regulars that follow the nba and who've been buying jalen brunson cards for six months like no surprise at all so i hope you made some money this week i hope you maybe pulled some of those listings off ebay and said you know what uh i actually believe in this player that i bought and uh and, and that i've invested in and i i actually like him for more than just yesterday's game we got another series or he's got another 10 years rhinos yay hey everybody I uh, want to take a moment to invite you to take some next steps in our hoops and cards universe nation conglomerate whatever it is hey we have this incredible discord channel where you can jump in and have great conversations share uh, ideas investing tips cards players you like deals you made brag about the cards you got and uh, even there's a little bit of buy sell and trade on there. basketball card themed and new releases talks about our hoopsandcards.com blog all that stuff so if you're interested in joining the discord message me on instagram at hoops and cards message me and just say hey can I get a discord invite because I have to send a, a fresh one but yeah I'd love to have you guys as part of that community and then of course there's also hoops plus that is our next level more podcasts more content, prizes each month. It's a great way to support the Hoops and Cards movement and it's growing. It's growing during playoff season and I'm pumped about it. So Hoops Plus, hey, it's time to join. You know, for less than a Whopper Junior meal a month, you can get all that extra content and and more. And I I love our Hoops and Cards uh, excuse me, our Hoops Plus community. So it's like a next level thing. You would go to anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe or you can just look in today's show notes where it talks about hoops plus and follow that link to get you started thank you so much guys for listening to hoops and cards All right, I want to talk a minute with you about card spikes—values uh, of cards that jump up right in the middle of a guy having a great playoff game—and you saw some of these this past week. That uh, if you, you know, watch the NBA games or you check your eBay app during NBA games, you can see most recent sales. And for those those first few games you know, if you can, if you can think back with me to what seems like so long ago (laughs) to last week and, uh, the, the amazing start of players like Tyrese Maxey and Jordan Poole and Kyrie Irving and really, um, the guys that come out of not, not the expected, right? Not the already superstar, but the guy that performs way above expectations, it would be kind of what I was hoping Tyler Hero would do last night. Did I say hewo Tyler Hero would do... He'll do it one of these nights. He'll put up 30-plus or make a big game winner. And uh, like what happened with Tyrese Maxey, you'll see a lot of their cards selling rookie cards during the game, after the game, and certainly the next 8 to 12 hours after the game. In fact, some of the... Uh, some of the auctions that you guys, you card sellers, timed to end during the near the end or just after the Sixers game, Tyrese maxi cards sold for very high prices. I mean, even a couple of the silver raw prisms sold for more than $110, and that's the highest, uh, you know, raw. That's the highest they've been selling for to date. And a similar deal happened with Jordan Poole. Actually, two of my Jordan Pools sold during the Golden State game the other night. So I'm, I'm like, let's talk about this. It didn't happen this often during the NBA's regular season. But everybody is following. Like, NBA fans, they care. We care about every single playoff game. Even if it's just because I'm an NBA fan and there's fewer teams to watch and it's more exciting, more at stake. But also because a lot of big names... And everyone from Joel Embiid, Giannis, the Joker—you know, so many superstars that uh, we just know are going to perform well. And their cards do sell. But a spike would be a guy like Jalen Brunson. The dude goes for 41 points, and you have people buying because, hey, ah, uh, wow, he's he's that good, and he could do it again with Luca out, and and uh, he's still young, and his rookies are still affordable. I basically just described the perfect formula for a card spike. Like happened with Terrence Mann in last year's playoffs. Like I think might happen with Herbert Jones if he had enough cards out. Uh, If he has another good game like he did last night, but have a big game. And one of the things I, I want you to consider is if maybe you have some of these players' cards that are in the playoffs. And you're okay with parting with them, selling them and uh, taking some profits or at least getting some value to use during the off season, buying, buying opportunities. Then I would say, go ahead and list those guys now at maybe a a buy it now at a price that you're like, yeah, I would accept that much for them. Or if that person plays a great game or two or three, or they have a big series or they make a big game winning shot. Like where will Tyrese Maxey's cards go? If he has three or four more games like he had in the opener and averages thirty plus in it's, it's not so far fetched in the first round series for uh, Philadelphia to win out and for Maxi to have big numbers. So you might want to list them higher than they're going for now, buy it now, and when that sells, hey, you sold high, you seized that moment on the buying spike, right? Love it. I I also like the idea of timing auctions. You know that would end in the third or fourth quarter. For players, if you can, if, you know, if you can wait the seven days or the three days for that auction to end, because you'll have a lot of us buyers. This might be a caution for us, you as buyers, in uh, card spike opportunity moments. Don't buy in the hour right after a guy's big performance, like uh, unless you see still low hanging fruit, like low bargain deals. Right, those are the ones that got bought up a lot. Those, those players, you know, the Jalen Brunson 2018 rookie auto cards or graded autograph cards or numbered cards, PSA 10 cards. I would say, you know, maybe be thinking about these next few games and say, who's, who's prime for the next spike that I can list, that I can buy and list, you know? that maybe I want to buy now before he has another game like that. And we're like, dude, you, you had enough advanced notice, right? You guys that are, that are into prospecting and you had already bought in on players like Jalen Brunson. And you're already aware of, uh, potential outbreaks from, I mean, certainly Brandon Ingram's come on guys that have been all stars. But if you're thinking, Hey, one of these nights, OG Ananobi is just going to go off and have 35 points. That's not so far-fetched. That's not ludicrous. That's uh, very possible. Or what if Pascal Siakam has a triple-double and Toronto wins their first home playoff game over Philadelphia here, you know, next week? I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Buy the Siakam now listed high, make the profit or buy the Ananobi now listed for an auction that'll end in game, you know, middle of game six. Know what I'm saying? Love the idea of getting in on, uh, Scotty Barnes profits that way, or even, even the, uh, the veterans that haven't had so much attention I, I'm, you know, you guys who listen to this podcast, you know that we we do recognize that the Milwaukee Bucks have more than one player on the roster, and that one of these playoff games, Chris Middleton is going to shoot the lights out, and you won't be surprised. You'll be ready. You'll have bought your Chris Middleton 2012 Prism PSA 10. You got a steal on it. Sixty dollars on eBay. Buy it now. Like you you are sitting pretty because when he goes crazy and uh, has a a game or two games where he's carrying that team because other teams are double teaming Giannis, imagine that that Chris Middleton would have big numbers, 40 plus or triple double he can do it, he did it last year, go back remind yourself who led, like, like Giannis won the series but look at Middleton's performances on the way there and you'll say, huh what if he does it again? All right, you guys, I'm wrapping this episode up. Uh, actually, a day after recording the, the first part, um, been traveling again, was in Alabama. Good times, but they don't have any NBA teams, so it was a little bit out of my comfort zone, but there I am. And uh, another night of games has passed, and OG had 26, so I was not that far off, but uh, Toronto still can't beat the big man, Joel Embiid, and I like the Sixers, I like watching them, I'm not saying I like them to win the East, but they look hungry, they look good, Um, how could they not, and so there's this thought of every night is must-see TV, every night is an exciting game winner, whether it's uh, Jason Tatum at the buzzer, Joel Embiid at the buzzer, or Jalen Brunson, and a guy like uh, Jordan Poole just having a career night, so... So there are opportunities ahead for you to buy or list now and uh, sell those when someone jumps up. And I'm not saying they're overpaying on a spike. I'm just saying you're taking advantage of the excitement of the playoffs and you're selling now. Maybe these are cards you you want to keep long-term, but if you sell now at a spike, you can buy the card back after the spike or you can buy the card back in... September when nobody cares about the NBA except us basketball card aficionados. I don't even know what that means. It just sounded sounded very uh very what? Weird. <laughs> I don't usually say words like aficionados, but anyway, uh I'd love to hear who are your guys that you are looking at to buy on the Spike and I believe there's a, a guy or two on every single team that's still alive in the playoffs but there there should be some concern for these teams that are going down 2-0, 3-0 uh, for teams that you just you just know they're not going to make it past this first round I will say this very excited when I see an 8 seed beat a 1 seed in a game very exciting to see a 7 seed beat a 2 seed in a game it's it's just a thrill to watch the playoffs and this this could be the time where you make some notes about a player that you want to buy in the summer or maybe a time where you're like I'm going to take whatever profits I can get on a good note on really your game plan for May I'm not saying you have to sell cards now to make profit I mean, maybe it's something as easy as buying a Joel Embiid rookie now and selling it in the middle of next series when he's dropped another 40 and 15 on somebody and everybody's talking about him as one of the greatest centers of all time he's not but people will be talking that way and uh, yeah so you can decide if you want a a flip in the course of a week selling something you have now on the spike buying something now and then saying look uh, I believe Giannis is going to the finals at least the Eastern Conference finals and so you buy with that in mind to hold on to this card or two for a month and then resell in boy, June. I, here's my deal. I was hoping to get some cards back from PSA that I could resell at a decent profit or decent new value with the PSA 10s. But my submission of, of PSA cards that I sent in last February. So I'm talking February of 21. My my cards, there were 21 cards. And I only got two 10 gem mint cards. Two! I'm a bit discouraged, but a lot of the cards I sent in were like 1990s players. Charles Barkley, Sean Kemp, Michael Jordan, you know, those kind of guys. And I sent in a few current players back when base cards were cool. Oh my word, I sent in like a Brandon Ingram optic rookie and a Pascal Siakam optic rookie. I would not recommend that now, unless it's maybe a hollow or numbered. One of the tens I did get was a Karis Levert. So go ahead and laugh Karis Levert, but it was his optic hollow rated rookie. I feel I'm glad because it's a silver. I'm glad that it got a 10, right? I, the other 10 I got was 1990 Fleer Tim Hardaway rookie do you guys even know who Tim Hardaway is he was, was kind of like Steph before there was a Steph he was the like flashy, awesome, quick dribbling awesome personality great shooter, high scoring point guard of the Golden State Warriors for most of the 90s and a lot of people just love him so I got his rookie in a 10 that's great you know, none of my Jordans got a 10. Only a couple of them got nines. None of my NBA hoops cards from 89 or 90. Yeah, I sent in Jordans from that year. None of them even got like as high as a PSA 8. So I realized that's from the junk wax era when they printed way too many of these cards and their base cards that, that are easy to find for a few dollars on eBay. I I sent those in as a PSA member when they let me do it for like $15 a card. Yeah, the good old days, right? A year ago when grading was affordable at PSA and you knew once you send in a card, you might get it back someday. So I got it here 15 months later and, you know, I'm just glad to get them back. I'm going to sell most of the cards that I got graded because that's why I did these grading's. Uh, sometimes you you get a card graded that you want to keep for a long time. The, this was almost all uh, hope hoping to get a profit, right? I was hoping to get at least a few PSA tens. At least one Jordan would have been nice because Jordan PSA tens from any any year really are far higher than the PSA nines, or certainly than raw cards. So. So, yeah, I am not thrilled about it, but uh, it'll still be cool to to get you know mail day here coming up soon and see those cards so i'm I'm glad I did it, but yeah, the fact that I had to wait so long and, and I wound up getting cards back that they're not worth close to what they were worth when I sent them in. It's a little weird it's a little weird, it's a little skewed, and uh so all that being said i i'm in that, I'm in that position where as it's still basketball season and playoffs, I do need to take some profits, so some of those cards, both cards that I have right now of playoff players and the graded cards I just got back, some of those I will try to sell as soon as I can for whatever I can get, just liquidate them get the money, buy something else during buying season, right? Others, I might wait till next basketball season or wait until there is a a value spike on those players but they're, they're the prices will be so much better um for some of these cards in december i don't know like i've got sean kemp I've got charles barkley i've got carl malone some of these cards that you know are all-time greats that people care about they do i do you don't have to that's that's your it's your life i just tell you how i feel and what I've learned in this, uh, adventure of collecting and investing in basketball cards. So guys, that is, uh, that's all I got, except I should probably tell you who are the guys that I would go ahead and list hoping for a big game flip in the next two or three days. Now, Jalen Brunson comes to mind right away as I think he'll have another nice game. Is it tonight or tomorrow? I, I, can't promise you that but i think he will the other big news uh the thing about him though is you might want to keep keep jalen brunson in mind as a long-term play especially given that that he's going to be a free agent and a lot of teams are going to want him so uh jalen brunson is the dude you know i found out today that devin booker is going to be out for two to three weeks and that's going to hurt the sun's championship chances it really really is and you saw the Pelicans take advantage of that with their youth, their outside shooting, their wings. Uh, Phoenix is going to need somebody to step up huge if they're going to make a deep playoff run. And that, to me, friends, you you know Chris Paul is going to be there. You know DeAndre Ayton is going to be steady. But they need a third guy. And I would look at M- Michael Bridges or Mikael Bridges. And I would look at Cameron Johnson. I think that guy belongs in the starting line. Jay Crowder is not going to help you out. Jay Crowder is hurting the team far more than he's helping them. And uh, he's been terrible. I can't believe he's starting on a championship contender. Uh, he's had some good years, and he's been a great 3 and D guy and does all the things that you, you want um, a glue guy to do. But he, I think he's done. I, I don't think he belongs as a starter anymore. So, especially in the West where they're just going to run and, and they're going to use guys like Herbert Jones to take advantage of you. So, that's what I got, guys. Devin Booker. Maybe somebody else steps up, and that's a flip on, on Mikhail Bridges. So let me know who you think is the, the flip or the next spike in the next three or four games in some of these series that could go six or seven. Are you looking at uh, John Morant, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr.? Are you looking at Carl Anthony Towns? Boy, Michael Beasley could have a big night, one of these. So home, home games for Minnesota. Watch out, baby. Attention Middleton, Giannis downhill, it home and the Bucks lead by three. All right, everybody, that's a wrap for this uh just I you know I kind of was all over the place today, but NBA playoffs round one. Yeah, I'm excited to get home and watch these games I wonder if any of them will go seven I kind of I kind of hope Minnesota Memphis goes seven and you just see this epic duel between John Morant and Anthony Edwards I'm rooting for Denver to come back of course but uh, I'm not real hopeful about it and I'm interested to see what New Orleans does now that Booker is out hope you guys have an awesome weekend got a uh, Family in town. I don't know what you have planned. Maybe a card show. I know there's a big one in uh, in Canton, Ohio, Northeast Ohio. I hope there's one near you. If not, maybe maybe uh, you're the you're the one to start one someday. You know, networking, making friends on Facebook or in your area, and uh, you never know. You never know. All right, that's it for hoops and cards. If you are hoops plus member, I've got more detailed analysis on some, some flips coming up, uh, fearless predictions, but there's a lot of good opportunities out there. Thanks again for listening. You guys have an awesome weekend.